Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, good here we morning. are. Uh, this will be uh, airing, I believe it's uh, Tuesday, uh, March 21st. And uh, we taped uh, the 20th before you went to Spain. Yes, we did. And now we're, we're taping this <laughs> after you came back. So you've got to share. Uh, first of all, uh, I know you had a good time, but share a little bit about your trip and how beautiful it is to just, you know, the two of you just be away and enjoy that beautiful place. Yeah, it really, it was an amazing trip. It was, um, we ended up traveling, it was 12 days total and went um, into Malaga, Spain, and to Granada and Sevilla, and we did a day trip into Ronda, and each place was absolutely stunning. Had now tell, tell a little bit about and, where is that? Um, in, this is all you think, southern Spain. Southern Spain, and is it, uh, it's on the coast, right? So like Malaga's on the coast. Okay. In fact, when we were driving back from Ronda to Malaga, our tour guide actually pointed out the sky Sky was absolutely beautiful and you could look out the window. I took a picture of it and you could see the Rock of Gibraltar mm. as well as um, over the coast of Africa wow. just from driving along. Yeah, it was absolutely stunning. Absolutely. What stunning. was the, uh, so. was the Rock of Gibraltar pretty cool? Well, we didn't go to it. No. We could see it out the yeah. window. I'm just saying, um, you, you see could it? do tours from where we were, you could have done a tour down there. Um, and so next time that's on our list of something that we will add into our agenda, but it was just beautiful to see period. And that is like, so you probably know this, I was not aware, um, Gibraltar is actually English. That's part of England. So you use your passport to go into there. And then literally right across the channel, you're in Africa. And on the continent of Africa, there are two cities of Spain, Malia, I think is the name of it, and I don't remember the other one, but there's two cities mm. of that continent that are also Spanish. So mm -hmm. it's fascinating just how it's all divided up. Yeah. But absolutely beautiful. Uh, Malaga was a coastal town, and so beautiful beaches, restaurants, piers. You know, it has this wonderful Alcabazar and a Roman, um, Roman Colosseum even that has been recently unearthed. And it's so much, so much rich history and tiny little roadways. And they told us how, you know, the, the streets were so tiny, literally as defense, because then troops would have a hard time coming into them. <laughs> and so they wanted them to be narrow as a way of defending the city. So fascinating, um, so many things and beautiful, beautifully, stunningly beautiful churches throughout Spain. Mm -hmm. And yet one of the things we learned, like even when we were in Ronda, um, the tour guide was telling us right on basically the few blocks that we stood, there were seven gorgeous cathedrals. One priest is over all seven of those wow. because there aren't enough people who actually go to church to maintain seven churches. Mm. They are mostly tourist attractions. <laughs> and so the priest will rotate through and do a service like once a week at each of those churches, that yep. sort of thing. Yep. Um, so 
fascinating history. You know, one of the things, I won't go into it too much here, but one of the things God really highlighted to me in that, um, as we heard so much history of, you know, that part of Spain, there's a lot of deep history on, um, you know, the Christians taking over, the, the Jews living in the area, the Christians taking over, and then the Muslims taking over, and then the Christians taking over again, and the different things that went on there, um, honestly, a lot of them atrocious on all sides, um, but some of the different things that went on as each group oppressed another. Um, but what, what we found and what got highlighted while we were there is that politics and religion for the normal Spaniard is so closely tied in their history that the idea of relationship is nil. Mm. Um, so it's, so all, it's much, all just it's all just uh, religion informed. It is. Huh? It is just yeah, and so much so. I mean, like it's spoken about so happenstance. You know, this is well, the Christians came in and did this, and then the Muslims did this, and then the Christians did this, and and it's so political in their history that they don't recognize. I, I not that there aren't some who definitely do. But um, but the vast majority of what we talk to people we talk to is it, it really is not um, religion was about power and about politics. It wasn't about a relationship with God. And that is such a central part of their history that the idea of relationship is is very foreign to them. So it was interesting, even as I talked to them on some of these things, just um, hearing that perspective and then also recognizing um, I was asking them, you know, are there any, um, you know, are there any like evangelical churches in the area? And they said, there has been a movement of evangelical churches. It's all coming from South America, which is interesting as you watch what's going on politically there, you're seeing a sense of a diaspora, <laughs> um, you know, of, of a spreading out of, of a lot of people who do have a strong faith being sent into other countries now. And so there is this um, this springing up of an evangelical movement there, but it's coming mostly from Brazilians and from South America, which is fascinating. And um, the other thing that I just thought was a sweet reminder that God told me one day as I'm looking out over, we were at this beautiful hotel called the Hotel Alhambra in Granada, and it overlooks the entire city. And you look up on the hill, we had this balcony mm -hmm. um, and the, the only little balcony, our travel guide, our travel, our, um, what is it called? Our guide. person who booked the hotel for us. She, the, she uh, knew about this concierge. place. So she had given us this room that literally on, we had the, the token balcony that looked out. On one side, we saw the Alhambra, clear as a bell. And then you looked the other way and you saw you could overlook the entire city and the cathedrals and everything else. Absolutely stunning view. Um, but as I was looking out over that, I was asking God, and it was like, yeah, I'm so struck by how people, um, how they, it, they, they just seem to be missing the relationship piece of all of it, that it has so, has been so tied to that. And I'm like, did anybody get it? And just like that, he reminded me, just like today, there are people everywhere who get the politics and the religion combined and they miss the whole reality of the relationship with God. That was true then too. And the very cobblestones you're walking on as you walk throughout these streets, for hundreds of thousands of years, there have been other people who love Jesus, who bore my name, who brought my light and spoke my truth on these streets to other people. And don't you forget, don't, don't think you're the only one who's got a corner on this. For years, there have been prayer tracks laid over these cities for my people and a remnant of people who look to me that I have revealed myself to. 
And so it was just a neat and powerful thing to be reminded that, you know, for generations, this has stayed alive, even in the midst of some of the worst persecutions. When you hear the stories of things that went on, there were still Christians that truly heard from God and walked in him and, and listened yeah. to him and carried that on. And that was an important part of, of Christianity continuing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a you know, implication for a little bit what we, you know, what we've been talking about in terms of prayer is that uh, uh, when we talk about prayer tracks, it's literally the track mm-hmm. of walking with God in dialogue. And and you said, God, I've given revelation uh, to mm-hmm. people who had a heart to hear it, no matter what the circumstances yes. are. And that. Uh, remember that as we're trying to help people understand prayer, um, it's not something you go do. It's the relationship you have all the time because you're in dialogue with God all, right. all the time. And it doesn't mean you're talking or even having him talk to you all the time. Just like um, even when you're, you know, you were in Spain with, with Dan, you were with him, let's say, more more uh, closely and more often than you were at home, right? Because uh, you're together. But there were still were moments where you wouldn't be talking to each other, or you wouldn't be right. doing something. But you're with him, mm-hmm. and the dialogue would continue. So that prayer is this beautiful life that that when Jesus said to his disciples, "You really haven't had to pray because you've been with me. You have been praying, mm-hmm. and our dialogue is prayer. Continue that." And keep understanding the Holy Spirit is going to do that because it's going to continue this dialogue ongoing and you can have prayer life. And I can speak to every situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have revelation because I, and we're going to see this today in Paul's prayer, I know more than mm-hmm. you and I can do more than you. Um, so I'm not going to just give you a better way to walk. I'm going to have you walk on my path, which is going to be spectacular because um, mm-hmm. I That's can good. work. And so... Uh, um, we're really excited. You had a great time. I know you had great memories with that, and uh, you'll yeah. ne- you won't forget it because there'll be pictures now of of that and and just being with Dan. I know was was enjoyable. Uh, it was. The, it was so nice that the two of you got to experience that together. And that's that's what you know. We look at Sabbath. We look at uh, adventure. You look at uh, uh, exceptional living. Uh, God says, you know, let me give you, and it, and it doesn't mean you have to go to Europe to do it. It's just a matter of. I can give you uh, experiences that would truly be spectacular. Um, mm-hmm. And even even a lot of them, uh, Linda and I in our life, it isn't even that you have to uh, uh, have it be expensive to do. It can be free, so to speak, even in the area you're living in, but I can give right. you I can give you certain things that you start to really enjoy. Uh, so let's get into this aspect of uh, Paul's prayer. We talked uh, we, we, we went through Ephesians 1. Where he talked about, um, I'm going to pray that you understand the feasts that you're available to, that you would get wisdom and revelation, mm-hmm. that you would experience the supernatural power that's directed toward you in your life. Uh, so he says, you know, that's how I want you to receive and pray and keep keep looking for that. He follows that with a prayer in Ephesians three. Uh, that is a is a corollary to this and goes into a little bit different uh, insight. So go to uh, Ephesians three fourteen through twenty one. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, 
that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ might dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever amen yeah uh, and we talked yesterday uh, yesterday being where the <laughs> when you uh, be able to hear the broadcast is um, that he says um, first of all keep praying and dialoguing with God and allow him to strengthen you mm-hmm. in your inner man mm-hmm. um, and so when you think of that he's talking about your soul and your soul is the seat of of who you in essence are so it's mm-hmm. your it's your personality your emotions your intellect your will uh, your ability to respond to God's path God's life mm-hmm. uh, that um, and it's through the essence of who I am and it's an individual thing and by the way it's a choice mm-hmm. uh, so he's not I'm gonna I'm not gonna force you to have to do or anything, I'm going to invite you to the grand life, which is why he, you know, in Ephesians one, he says, "This is going to, this is." I, he God says, "I'm directing my power toward you, for you to experience this fantastic life." Mm-hmm. He said. Uh, so now he follows that here in, in Ephesians three with, well, first of all, um, pray for and keep experiencing a strengthening mm-hmm. of that. So think about. Again, how simple that is in a way. Um, if your soul is strengthened by the Holy Spirit, what do you strengthen to? No, I'm not sure, but you're definitely strengthened just to be able to carry out God's will. Yeah, so, the, so you're getting and stronger direction. and stronger and stronger to be able to follow mm-hmm. and be sensitive to this opportunity to dialogue with him and hear his understanding, his truth, his direction. And mm-hmm. I get stronger and stronger at that. My soul gets stronger at responding to God because he's within me, strengthening that capability. So pray that you get mm-hmm. strengthened uh, uh, and just get um, more and more capable so that, and, and again, think of it in a real simple way. If you're strengthened in this, when the adversity comes, when the trouble mm-hmm. comes, when the problem comes, you don't fall apart. Right. Um, and you don't say, uh-oh, this will never work. You just, you're strengthened with what? Well, God's going to resolve this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can trust him. I'm going to actually, and this is interesting, and I know you did this too. Um, whenever there's difficulty, um, you actually then go deeper. Mm-hmm. into the process of, well, then I got to hear from God and let him resolve it because he'll resolve it. And I, I got to get out of the way of it. Um, and that even includes, you know, even when you, and typically uh, when Linda and I go on vacation, I know you did too, instead of taking a vacation from God, you actually go the other direction. Oh no, we press in more. <laughs> uh, you go actually deeper. What a beautiful mm-hmm. time to increase your strength, mm-hmm. you know, to have dialogue with God. Um, so, um, uh, you know, your opportunity is to uh, 
pray for, look for, expect the strengthening of that. Um, and then he says, so that uh, you understand, you know, the will of God. Yeah. Before you move on to that yeah. part, I just want to add in, if you don't mind, when you're talking about strengthening, I was just struck by a couple things, just that reminder that in our weakness, he is strong. Yeah. And so there is a choice there. You'll, you said it's an invitation. There is a choice there to go low, to be humble and to recognize that we need him. Right. Yeah, that's part of that fear of God, knowing that that's where the wisdom is. Right. And then when we strengthen, that takes exercise and practice. It does. And so there's some intentionality in allowing ourselves to be strengthened and choosing to go low and choosing to practice leaning on him and seeking him in that. And as we exercise that muscle, we are also strengthened, like you said, to stand in greater adversity as well. Correct. Um, and then he says, you know, that, so what? So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And faith is hearing what he says. Mm -hmm. I understand what he says. Um, I ask him to give me the, the confidence, certainty that he what he said is gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And it, it strengthens my life because he speaks, I stay with it until I believe it, and then it'll happen. Uh, mm -hmm. He said that your your understanding faith is kind of the key to the whole thing. Right. Uh, is well, that means I got to hear what he says, and then I have to get to the belief. It's nothing we do; it's what we receive mm -hmm. through the inner man. And and the more we do, we know that he's faithful. Will deliver what he says. And when I have an issue, I just say, "Okay, Father, what do you got to say about this?" Strengthen my ability to hear and to stay with it until I see uh, the faith of it. And then he says, you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend what is the width, length, depth, and height of God's love, which passes all understanding so that you're filled with the fullness of God. Okay, so um, faith leads to understand the nature of God, which, mm -hmm. which is love. Love is the gospel. What is that? How about now? Mm -hmm. Come and walk with me, and I will. And this is, you know, Isaiah sixty-one. Um, I'll take you from the difficulty you have. I'll take you from the pain you have. I'll resolve right. these conflicts. I will fulfill my promise of the covenant life. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Remember, and this is what we got to keep keep reminding everybody: it's not removing you from the difficult world. Right. Um, and the hardship that you have. So it's not that. It's within the context of that. Uh, I'll resolve it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're rooted in that, his love is really simple. It's invitation to live the beautiful life of God because I, God mm -hmm. said, I can deliver this to you. And you do it, interesting enough, he says you can't even do that alone. Right. You have to do it in fellowship with others who are going to participate in the fulfillment of what I have for you. And I don't, I'm not asking you to be a Lone Ranger. I'm asking you to be in community. So you and your spouse, mm -hmm. you and your good friends, if you're single, you and your inner circle, your community will all, if you're helping each other, mm -hmm. be strengthened and experiencing the, the, the depth of God's love, which is uh, which passes all knowledge. And it's this. Uh, God says, no matter what's going on, mm -hmm. I can resolve it. I'll show you how if you walk with me because I can do things that you can't. Mm 
uh, I'll fulfill it. You'll bear witness to that, and you'll get deeper and deeper and deeper into knowing the dimensions of that, which are way mm-hmm. bigger than you could imagine, because he gives you four dimensions. See, we can't even fathom that. Right. Um, we can look at three dimensions, but fourth dimension is, well, what exactly is that? Isn't that, because length, width, height, and depth, well, isn't, isn't width and depth the same thing? No, it's a different mm-hmm. dimension. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't we don't quite understand that. So it's it's bigger dimensions you can imagine. I'll deliver to you things and give you wisdom and insight in my work, and you do that together so that what you experience all of God. And remember in, in Colossians, what did he say? You already have the fullness of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, we have the fullness of God. Now think about the simplicity. Why do we have the fullness of God? Because the Holy Spirit lives with us. <laughs> he's there. He's yeah. our, He's not kind of there. He's not partially there. It's all mm-hmm. there. All the life of God is within us. Okay, now, we know there's a question behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, I can accept that. My question is, well, then, why don't I experience the fullness of God in every situation? Mm-hmm. He said, because why? Well, first of all, you have a sinful nature that has to be transformed. And the self, interesting enough, never is actually cured. Mm. He said it has to be killed. When? Every day, put to death, every right. day yourself, I surrender to Denying you, yourself. I deny self, and I, and I, I now walk with you. Um, and today, I can experience the part of the fullness of God that you want me to experience as I, as I process it today. I'm not God. And I have to go through the process of faith and strengthening and understanding it, even while I'm in the struggle of going through that. So it's not like, oh yeah, sure, I can just act, act like Christ did. It's like I have the opportunity to live the fullness of God because why? There's no limitation to it. And that's what he's trying to say, mm-hmm. is that, well, there's some people that are better off because they have more of God. No, we all have the same amount of God. Right, there's no junior Holy Spirit, senior Holy Spirit. Yeah, and the fullness of that can be delivered to you. How? Through faith, through together, getting to the place where you absolutely have the love of God, which is, Father, what is your will in this situation? And he says, well, my will, you can count on a couple things. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm Mm-hmm. All things work together for good. For good. Yeah. I'm for you, not against you. I have plans mm-hmm. for you, not to uh, plans for good, not to harm you. Um, I'm gonna get you to a great place, and as you walk together, my love, interesting enough, is what? How about now? Mm. Uh, yeah, but my life. I know. God says I know. I, I and even even a lot of us. I've just went through this with several people who recognize that. I think I caused my own problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason is because I didn't actually seek God at all. Right. Uh, and I got myself in kind of a mess. And God's answer to that, well, so what? Um, what about now? What about now? See, I can do it. The love is it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. The nature of God is, well, how about today? We can do it now. Let's go. And, and I don't condemn you. I actually invite you to the good stuff. Let's go. Um, and that's why it's so beautiful to get to the depth of that and say, I want to keep experiencing that over and over and over again. 
And the more you do, and, and think about you and your circle, for example. Mm-hmm. Why do you know today more of God's love than you did five years ago? Well, simply from experience, experiencing it. Okay, so walking it, with it, it, actually ha- it actually, it actually yeah. happened for you. It happened for your inner circle. You bore mm-hmm. witness to it. You lifted each other up. You processed through it. And you actually saw it work. Right. Uh, and you said, wow, uh, this is really terrific. And I get to enjoy it. Interesting enough, it's not just you. You rejoice when that person next the to you, around you do. Yeah. has it happened to them. Because why? Well, they believed. How about now it's available to me? I'm mm-hmm. going to, you know what? I'm going to learn this. They learned it. It happened. You rejoice at it. Your love goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Why? Because the nature of God is now becoming your nature. Mm-hmm. And you never see it the same way again. You never right. say, yeah, that ain't, you ain't going to get through this one. Or, yeah, this is going to be awful. Or you're never going to get out of this one. Uh, no, it's... Not always you know do what? you have the heart to go. Yeah. Particularly when people begin with the aspect of guilt. Mm-hmm. Is, um, well... Um, I can see I didn't follow God at all. Even I even went sideways with it. Mm-hmm. And I know the things I've been doing isn't godly at all. And probably I deserve you know punishment or I deserve this problem. And God says, well, you might deserve it, but guess what? I can fix it. <laughs> right. right. Um, because why? The love of God, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And he said it surpasses knowledge. The word there is even what you can experience, it's bigger than that. Mm. Uh, You never can get to the end of it. And the more and more you do, the more beautiful life becomes. Because why? Nothing you face is going to take you down. Mm -hmm. Uh, How beautiful. We're going to pick up, by the way, the next piece of this next week, our next uh, session, which will be... um, uh, He says, uh, I can do more than you can think or imagine. And that's a tricky verse because we kind of take it a little bit in a, in the, in a uh, odd direction. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that really look like and what does that mean? And how do we process that? So we're going to get into that particular part of this verse as it follows. Hey, by the way, I can do more than you can think or imagine. Um, which is like, well, I'd like to know that. <laughs> That's awesome. uh, and what does that look? So we'll, we'll do that next time. But Again, just keep thinking of our prayer life is, um, Father, I would like to experience being strengthened. I'd like to experience faith. I'd like to experience the love of God and with my fellow uh, believers that we just Mm -hmm. get stronger and stronger and stronger into the life of God that we get to live and then we will. Because remember, think of the love. What does God do? I invite you to Mm -hmm. this beautiful life. Well, if we have that, what are we going to do? Everybody we come across, who, by the way, has problems. We're going to want to share it with. We're going to say, well, I invite you to realize that God Mm -hmm. can resolve it all. Um, Let's go. Um, And I'll show you that. Why? Because that love is within me, and I know it's true, and I want to invite you to the same place, and that's what God, that's the heart of God. So we'll, we'll pick this up again next time. Great. Thank you so much, Rich. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If today brought up any questions for you, be sure to send them in at questions at afjministry.com and go online and check out our online courses as well. There's a lot of good stuff coming out on there that I know 
um, you guys would all enjoy. So have a great day. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon and uh, look forward to it. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.